please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers, and others related to traveling and tourism. Travel Tips Podcast. This is Kai speaking. Welcome to the Daily Travel Tips Podcast. I am here with my good friend Rodrigo. Hi, I'm sorry. <laughs> he dropped the phone. I just dropped my phone. Uh, better than the mic. <laughs> I actually want to need a case for this. Um, hi, beautiful people. I hope you guys are doing great. This is Rodrigo from uh, the Mexpack Club. Just having some extra good time with Kai as always. Just sharing some <laughs> Good memories. Starting starting the morning with a, cu a cup of coffee and uh, some breakfast in our favorite restaurant. And that's actually, uh, I'm not sure if it is your favorite restaurant, but one of my favorite restaurants is the Shushu here in Playa de Carmen. I don't know if I can catalog it as a restaurant since I'm every single day there. <laughs> working office. office. I, I think it's my office, but yeah, I think I love the menu. Um, I love the people that work there. The service basically, I think it's very interesting because they are very different people and I like it. They, they actually treat you like like part of the, the staff sometimes yeah. and eat your family. That's well, then they haven't made you wishing the, uh, washing the dishes yet. Once. Oh, are you, are you, <laughs> when you didn't pay the bill. Once, <laughs> only once, but um, no, it was actually, I, I was able to go inside of the kitchen because I was checking a couple of things. I so see. I'm very curious and I always ask people about the best services and I, li I like that, so yeah. yeah. I checked everything. I they have a really nice project that, that will be coming out soon in the upper part on the roof. Okay, terrace. cool. I'm happy to hear that. Hopefully. Well, the, today's topic is our, our favorite restaurants of Playa de Carmen or food places. Let's let's uh, food places. places where you get good food. And uh, uh, since you are uh, yeah having even a food tour, I thought yeah. you are the, the the perfect person to give recommendations here at the end of 2018 uh, where people who are visiting or are living here uh, can grab a good bite here in Playa Carmen. I think the best the best uh, or the most accurate to ask this to will be my dog. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Luke. He knows all the places. He knows all the places and he knows his favorite ones. But yeah, we go to a lot of restaurants in Playa. I, um, yes, like you mentioned, I am pretty much all the time eating outside because of my business. I have to talk to all the owners of different restaurants. My job is to check the quality and the service and the food and just making sure that they are not overcharging to the expat communities. I see. So I, I've been eating outside in the past two months. Sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I want to stay home, but I haven't even, I haven't had the need to even pay for the gas. <laughs> So I don't even have gas in my house. Okay. Uh, so I'm eating always outside. Uh, but yeah, I think I want to start cooking again. But I do have a lot of recommendations. I've been in different places. Um, I try not to go to the touristic places though. Yeah. I like I like the local food. That's what we try to, to make uh, very clear here in the podcast, Travel Tips Podcast. Uh, because, okay. uh, the, no, let me say it like that. Uh, I always like to offer that special uh, uh, recommendation, which is not the touristy one. So exactly. shoot, where, where All right, I'm going to start for my area. Yes. I'm always here. I live in, We're the, in the city center. We're in city center. I am located on the 30th street with the 20th Avenue. Um, this area, like four blocks. Um, wide, we call it the Colonia Hollywood. 
Colonial been, Hollywood. It's been named like that since I moved to Playa, like 2003, something like that. Is there a history behind that? Why no, actually, just Charlie, the owner of the Papa Charlie's restaurant, yeah. he started painting the Colonial Hollywood so he could identify some area for his clients. <laughs> so there's not much behind it. No, 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 Richard Gere, Tom Cruise, uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Madonna, or well, whatever. They are Argentinians, so yeah. they probably they, they're probably really famous in the group of people. Uh, but yeah, he just started painting the the, the streets uh, around and. If you come here and you will see on the walls it says Colonia Hollywood. You are in the right place. You are definitely in the right place. This area has right now a really nice development of um, uh, expats. Yeah. There's a multicultural area definitely, but also it has grown a lot of uh, Airbnb, Airbnb services. Yeah. So the restaurants are working now daily. Uh, before it was just a couple of days, now they're daily. It's been years over that. And there's three restaurants that I like a lot. Uh, and they, I don't know why this happens but they work with different kind of people at different kind of time for example in the morning they have the uh orange no man orange cafe Sorry. yeah orange cafe is always packed in the morning it's an argentinian mexican restaurant and they have amazing milanesas i don't know if you ever tried the milanesas there. i haven't I, it's right in front of papa charlie it's right, right in front i've never charlie. been there i feel so bad i see the it's, place and i'm sitting at papa charlie's and i'm like next time i have to go there and i never i never end up there it's just because um i think papa charlie's is very cozy yeah it is right people <laughs> like it because it's very cozy but the menu in the mandarina eh, sorry orange, orange cafe It's it's really good and it's at local cost. Okay, where, where is the where can people find the Orange Cafe? It's uh, they they are all located in the same street. It's the 25th Avenue with the 30th Street. I see. So it's Papa Charlie's and in front you have the uh, the cafe. They have an amazing menu. It's Mexican Argentinian. Okay. I have they have a hamburger that I eat every <laughs> single time I go for 100 pesos, but it's a monster. I have to divide it in two and take it home. <laughs> it's really. Do you good. know uh, by any chance when what time they are opening? They are open at eight. Okay. But I'm pretty sure they're starting to open now uh, at seven because it's a high season starting for them. I There's see. a lot of Airbnbs. And then um, in the evening, uh, you have uh, Papa Charlie, which is obviously one of the most famous restaurants here, yeah. located in, in this area at least. It's a Argentinian-Italian fusion with some kind of Asian options as well. That place is packed in the evenings because they have a menu that you pay for 150 uh, pesos or something like that, maybe a little bit more, and it includes uh, the water, an entrance, main dish, and dessert. Okay. So yeah, they, they have a lot of uh, different options there. I love it, I love it. I, the wine there is also very good. I see. I'm not a big drinker, but I do like the wine. It's an Argentinian home, uh, like El Vino de la Casa, they call it. You know, like, I see. Really good. And then you have Mucho Gusto, which is not in the same street, but in the same avenue, uh -huh. 25th. And it's Argentinian restaurant. They use the, the brick uh, oven. I don't know how you name it. It's like a barbecue yes. of bricks. Um, it's really popular. I like to take my dates there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, when I ever get to go there, it's just a really nice environment. It has part of the restaurant outside and the other one is uh, covered. Yeah. It has really nice murals. It's a beautiful ambience at night. It's really well priced I for see. Argentinian food. Yeah. Like people can eat for $25 to people easily. Wow. Without a cool. problem. So. Well, that's not the reason you bring your dates there. Uh, no, <laughs> I like the it's ambience. just a nice. I was about no, to but say. they play really nice music. They yeah. play. They have tango nights. Oh, nice. Um, they have uh, different musicians playing every now and then. Yeah. And Can they, you repeat the name? 
Eh, mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. And I really like it. Everybody's super friendly. The service there is outstanding. Okay. Like all these three restaurants that I mentioned. I was about to say they're all They are really great. good. It's just that the person that is taking care of this part of the service, yeah, she's, it's just one person at the moment. Yeah. And she has run 10 tables for herself. Oh, that sounds horrible for yeah, her. She's, she's really tired all the time. Yes. But the make. energy and the service, and she never misses one single thing. I'm impressed. Okay. Cool. So they're actually hiring if I, or something like that. So if That's anyway. a good call, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening and if you're looking to, to move, become an expert and expert. Yeah. Uh, well, Definitely. Uh, get in touch with Rodrigo. Uh, <laughs> Please do. I have a lot of recommendations for jobs. Um, so th on that side, I like this area. Then if you move a little bit further on the 30th Avenue, yeah. from the Constituyentes to this area, you're going to find different restaurants. One of them is Hijos del Mar. Yeah. Uh, there's a debate about that fact because they are the same ones that started the Hijos de la Tostada, but yeah. there was some kind of a problem there. They're divided. Someone kept the name. But to be very honest with you, um, I like them both. Yeah. But Hijos del Mar has an, a, a rep. Like the menu that Hijos del Mar has, it's unforgettable. I, see. I love it. There's one... Seafood, obviously. Seafood, Hijos del yeah. Mar. Hijos del Mar is definitely yeah. seafood. Um, Mexican-style tostadas and the ceviches. And, but they, they have made a fusion of food that is incredible. There is one that I like above all the things in the menu, and it's not on the menu. It's called... Uh, it's Hawaiian. Not, not in the menu. Not in the menu. And I know this because they... I'm very demanding with the food. I go there very often. <laughs> okay, what we have to ask, what's the secret? That, that is exciting. It it's is not cool. in the menu, but ask for... Hawaiian party. Hawaiian party. What is it about? <laughs> it is a tostada made of uh, tuna, yeah. like raw tuna with mango and uh, crispy onion. Yeah. It that sounds awesome. Unforgettable. I love it. It's not Hawaiian even nice, but it's party. Hawaiian party. <laughs> they, they offer that to me because I go there kind of often, and one day I was like, do you have something a little bit different from what I've been trying? It's like, This oh, is like an Easter yeah. egg. You, it's you, an you, Easter egg. <laughs> and I took some people to eat there, and yeah. every single time they go there, they, they, they go and ask for it, because this tostada is not the regular tostada. Yeah. It's a buñuelo. <laughs> I don't know if you, you know no, what a buñuelo what's is. That? Buñuelo is a whole different type of... Um, They use a different type of dough and they just fry it yeah. and it's kind of sweet. Okay. So we use that in a traditional Mexican funfairs and we add some honey to that. Yeah. It's super common. I'm not really sure what it's made of. I just know it's sweet because, you know, it's, I've been eating that since I'm a kid. <laughs> and that thing added with the tuna and the mango and the rest of the things they add is just brilliant. It's, it's incredible. I know where I'm going to have lunch today. Yeah, you should definitely. You should go down. Hawaiian party it will be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the Mexico, Mexico actually is very rich in food. Um, uh, it is. I absolutely agree. It is. Uh, do you know that it's a world heritage of the world Mexican cuisine I had read about it yes so it's that important and I was trying to explain this to some customers of mine not long ago that Mexico is incredibly vast in territory but also in culture and when we talk about culture we're talking about from the pre-Hispanic time we have so many different cultures that develop and from one state to the other the areas are so big that you don't get to have the same weather in some areas yes right oh it's so, so diverse it is incredible so imagine that summed to the fact that we were invaded by almost every Caucasian country <laughs> it's like hey we're white can I invade yes you can come in no. come in you're welcome definitely <laughs> so, so, so Mexico is super mixed yes so one some of your food <laughs> yes, and the people, like if you go up north, you find very tall white Mexican people. Yes. You know? Like my sisters are way taller than me. They're blonde and yeah. blue-eyed. But Mexican. But Mexican. Okay. And we don't get along, by the way. 
they're the white, the white part of the family. We don't, no, we don't get along because they're white. That's why you are living here. Yes, they are, so I, can, okay. I, be, I belong more to this area. Maybe that, that's another topic for, for another no, they're, podcast. They're all <laughs> moms. They're all moms, and we don't, I don't get along with moms. <laughs> so, um, uh, but yeah, they're, they're very different and they're very diverse. They're, their dad is originally from Merida, yeah. which is also an area that was very well settled by Spanish people. So the mix of, of blood has but, created all this change. So imagine with the amount of people that we have in Mexico that is different in, yeah. in ethnicity. Yeah. Now imagine that summed to the fact of their food of these people has been mixed. Yeah. One of the most amazing uh, examples is the taco al pastor. Yeah. You know where it comes from? Uh, when you get to see taco al pastor, yes, you yeah. get to see el taco al pastor like the trompos we call yes. it, and a lot of people say like, oh, it's a gyros, oh, it's a kebab. It's like no, it's a taco al pastor. Yeah, well, but <laughs> depends where you where, where you get it. Definitely. I'll, 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 go ahead. Go sorry, ahead. no, it's just it depends on where you get to come from, right? Exactly. Europeans get to say a lot of the oh, it's the. Um, It's the, the Turkish kebab. Turkish kebab. Yes. And Americans were like, oh, it's gyros or Brazilian food. Yeah. The fact is that the, during the 1800s, we had a, an amazing group of people coming from Lebanon. They're Lebanese people. And yeah. they definitely, oh, what happened here? They definitely mixed uh, some parts of their culture with ours. If you go to Mexico City, at least in that area, in some parts of the colonial areas, many of our architectures, Uh, in the buildings, you can tell the details about the Arabic uh, influence, yeah. influence yeah. definitely. And the taco al pastor is one of the main ones I when see. it comes to the fusion of food. Yeah, which is incredible because these days uh, Mexico, as I said, it was very well recognized food, but it's because of the amount of things that have been mixed. Yeah, mole comes from the time of the colony, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, it was made in the monasteries a long time ago, and it has around 90 different ingredients. Yeah, so. These things have been used and mixed with the Hispanic, the colony, and the actual food. Today we have a vast, vast uh, option to eat. I heard uh, so. Yeah, to yeah, eat yeah I agree. Del Carmen. Yeah. Um, I've been to Young. Because of the mixture of the cultures here as well. Absolutely. It's so diverse. Del Mar is not one of the typical restaurants that you go and have seafood. Yeah. Yesterday I went to uh, El Curandero uh -huh. by Johnny. In the 34th with the 30th. Yeah. And I had my, my hangover cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw your video. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, at least uh, I didn't watch it, but uh, I saw uh, the, the topic my hangover cocktail. And I was my like, hangover what? cocktail. <laughs> but, oh wow, it's raining. It's raining, yeah. Um, it's beautiful. But the, the restaurant of Johnny is very traditional seafood. Yeah. And I like it because it's very special and he, he pays. A lot of attention. That is where? 34th and 30th, uh, 34th Street with the 30th Avenue. Almost on the corner, right? Yes. There's pharmacy and then the. Uh, they, they sell like uh, jacuzzis or oh, something. Oh, yeah, like there's that. A, a jacuzzi out there, that's right, and always a golf cart. Yes. And then the next restaurant, that's the one you're talking that's about. El Curandero El by Johnny. Yeah. One of the things to mention is that I know Johnny uh, since, I don't know, a long time ago because he, we used to party in some areas and. He was always very respectful, one of the, 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 the good people I have an amazing opinion of. And when he opened this restaurant, I saw the, the, the talent uh, that he was hiring for everything. The food is just great, but it's very traditional seafood. I see. Hijos del Mar is a fusion of intentions of people trying to do something different. 
And then you can go to El Pirata, for example, yeah. which is the most the local Caribbean area to go and eat. Yeah, and you know? actually the Pirata is, is very famous uh, among the tourists. They, it, they is, have, it is. Um, I think it's because of the location as well. Uh, but 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 uh, people really like the, the 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 style of the food, which is yes traditional, as you say. Yeah, yeah, it looks very traditional. Like it's very Mexican kind of local. Yeah, you know? like you go in and it feels like definitely this is a Mexican little restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, but it is what it is. You know, but that's what people is looking for. Yeah. The reality is that we as locals we eat in places that we really like to fancy. You know, it yeah. fancy our eyes. Yeah. I go to Jimmy's because I know it's incredibly clean. It's it's the, the food is a lot. They serve you really good portions. I do go to small places as well. I like it. For example, I have a I have the pleasure to tour people around through eating with Carmen. Yeah. Which is a foodie tour. Okay. So there are three versions of it. Uh, they got one that where we go to all the Juarez and areas around that place to eat street food. Yeah. Uh, the owner, Danny, Daniel Cerda, he checked every single place before he opened and he checked over 60 to 70 different restaurants. Oh, poor guy. One. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> and then um, he went one after the other, one after the other, and it was, it was just great. And now we go and teach people how to eat tacos al pastor. Yeah, that's uh, a science. Yeah, <laughs> and it's incredible because you have to try the best of the best of the best here, but like yeah. local style. Yeah. Uh, Guts or traps tacos, yeah. uh, tongue tacos, we take them for tamales, torta, like, you know, like the basic Mexican food on the street. But he has a vegan tour as well, mm -hmm. and he has a gourmet tour. Wow. Yeah, I eat a, I eat a lot. Yeah. Uh, this is also you don't why look I like that. No, because <laughs> I also walk a lot in the tour. Um, in the tour, the gourmet tour is fantastic. You go to the Thompsons, you go to Chiltepin, you go uh -huh. to different places. And the food they serve is just completely different. So I, I am very aware of the food of Playa del Carmen. I can tell you what's happening these days in Playa Great. is going to create an impact on the people that is coming to visit yeah. and try something different because we are mixing now our cultures. That's why I love Playa del Carmen. That's, That's right. why I love living here because of exactly what you're saying, the mixture of cultures, yeah. Yeah, cultures. Uh, the two of us, a Mexican and German, uh, speaking about uh, the uh, Arabian influence, uh, Arabic influence in, in the Mexican food. This yeah. is uh, really cosmopolitan, that's what I read. And the fact is, we all need food. <laughs> I mean, uh, we all need to get something in our stomachs. Yes. And when you are traveling, you don't want to go to McDonald's and eat a burger, you get at home as well. I, I know <laughs> some people that do. <laughs> <laughs> me, me too. I, I don't, I don't know them, but uh, I know they are existing. But what I'm trying to say is that's not the majority. No, no. The majority comes uh, uh, to travel in order to learn more about uh, the, the cuisine, about the food, and this is a great opportunity. Absolutely. What is the food tour called, or how can they find uh, it? Eatingwithcarmen.com. Eatingwithcarmen. Uh, yeah, a lot of people ask, like, who is Carmen? And what? No, oh, it's Playa del Carmen. It's Playa del Carmen. Carmen was a virgin. Uh, yes. You know, we have a virgin, yes. del Carmen is what it's named. The majority of people don't know that, uh, but yeah, this is what the tour is called. It's like eating with Playa del Carmen, basically, yeah, right? Uh, so it's eating with Carmen. Yeah. Dot com. Where's Carmen? <laughs> Who are you? I'm, I'm I'm your guide. Yeah, but I was expecting Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing my wig or something. Maybe that's that's a good idea. Hiring a girl and just call her Carmen. 
Hi, my name is Carmen. Oh yeah, that's we have one girl, Carmen. but she's very Canadian, so I don't uh, think Carmen will call her Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get it. We are in part of Carmen. Play with Carmen. Eating with Carmen.com. Carmen. There's gonna be a, an expansion of this business to uh -huh. Tulum and Merida probably next year. Cool. Uh, so we can get the best of the best of the traditional food of each area. Great. It's gonna be a, an interesting project and a challenge, yes. obviously, to try to find the best food in to offer yeah. on a local cost, yeah, right? Because it's always an experience. That's one of the things that I, through Mexpats and through Eating with Carmen, are, I'm targeting. I want people to have an experience just like you do, yeah. at the best uh, price, yeah. but with the best of intentions and quality. The, the thing is making a benefit of our experiences. We yes. are living here, we are locals, we know the places which are worth with visiting. Yes. And um, saving you or our guests the trouble uh, to, to experiment, <laughs> let me say it like that. It doesn't, uh, just because a, a place looks nice doesn't mean that uh, the next day you're not spending on the, on the restroom. <laughs> so yes, we are trying because it does happen. Yes, the, what I'm trying to say is uh, why not taking benefit of, of, of our expertise? That's Absolutely. what I'm to say. I was uh, the other day, someone in a couchsurfing group, I yeah. belong also part of the couchsurfing group, someone was asking, like, hey, where can I take a group of 11 people to have this food and that? Um, and something that actually was very sad, I, I try to recommend some of the local places. Yeah. And the majority of the recommendations, this is a group that has over 100 people on WhatsApp. Uh, the majority of the recommendations were sending people to the most popular Mexican restaurants. Uh, on the Fifth Avenue uh, and, and alternatives on the Fifth Avenue. And I was just like, this is so sad because we all have businesses, even these people yeah. on the local area, and not even them have had the experience of to many of these local. places. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad that they're still fascinated with only th the only Fifth Avenue. The obvious options. stuff, yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say that the Fifth Avenue is it's a trap. It kind of is because once you're there, you get fascinated by I, the lights. I call stuff, it you know? a beautiful tourist trap. That's how I call it. Yeah. And let's face it, it is like that. But uh, uh, um, catching up with them, what you're saying, people living here, they're supposed to know more. And they Not, don't. Yes. They know two or three that they can recommend you that yeah. they really like. But the reality is that what I noticed through this is that a lot of the local people is not even trying the local food. Yeah. And when it comes to recommendations, they actually want something that has been very particular of this area, at least in my experience. You guys might, may know, uh, know a little bit more about this. Every single time I try to recommend something that is more local, someone tries to debate about why not recommending something more touristic. Ah, uh, I see. And yeah. I think that something that has happened, at least on my Mexican perspective, I do not want to say this is everyone's words, we Mexicans have experience through our cultural background and our, our economy that the best of the best is always what looks better. <laughs> yeah. Right? The, so the there's I eat with... Definitely. Yeah, I, I yeah. eat good and I go to good places. Yeah. So when you have a look uh, for a tourist, yeah. you want to show them what your best experience yeah. is. But these people come from Europe as well. Yeah. Something that like that happened to me uh, not long ago. And I told someone like, hey, I'm going to take you to the Tacos Gomez to experience this. Yeah. And the other friend that we had in common was like, why would you take them there? Let's just take us to uh, another taqueria de Something de more fancy. And I was like, but you know, they come from Europe. Yeah. Uh, they, they, and they've been traveling around there. Yeah. I think they were coming from the United States at that point. I don't know. 
And I said, like, they want to see something more local. And, and the guy said, yes, I want to see some local. He's like, yeah, but it's not that pretty. And I was like, but he it doesn't, doesn't look, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We as Mexicans in some kind of a economical level yeah. have that mis like, it's a misunderstanding with yeah. what people consider to be an experience to what we want to offer. Yes, I, I totally agree. And that is a problem because these people are forgetting that there's a traditional or either they're trying to hide it, yeah. our cultural background, they're not proud of it, or they just completely forget about it. I, I think um, it's, first of all, different countries, different cultures. Yes. Um, you have a perception when you're coming from a certain country, uh, it has to be like that. That is uh, mm. uh, uh, something. When I came here, I was, frankly, when I came here from Europe, uh, looking at the taco places or at the, at the food places with uh, plastic chairs and plastic tables, yes. I was considering them as, as not good to eat. Ignorant. Because okay. I, I did not even try. At okay. this point, I just arrived here, I was looking at them, and now I consider that as a, as a, as a benchmark. Yes. <laughs> it's supposed to have the plastic chair and the, uh, uh, and the plastic it's table. A it, it, it is a trademark, yes, but you don't know if not somebody is taking you by your hand and bringing you there. Exactly. Somebody who knows. And the people that is here, the locals that I'm telling you about, yes. they're trying to go like, no, don't go to those places because they don't look free. And like, ah, oh, but this is what we exactly. have to offer. Oh, that's why, I, that's why, let's, and let's wrap it up. That, that's <laughs> why I, I, I really wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah. Because uh, um, there is that misconception about the optic, something, a place needs to be fancy or yeah. in order to be good. That's not, that's not, True. Uh, um, that's why I wanted to talk to you. Uh, sum it up, please. The the places you mentioned, okay, the address, and again uh, your recommendation on on your on your food tour. Okay, perfect. So uh, we're gonna go for the basics. I said Papa Charlie, yes. which is with Mandarinas Cafe and Mucho Gusto. They are located between the 30th Street. Orange Coffee. Sorry, Orange Cafe. <laughs> Papa Charlie, Orange Cafe, and. Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. And the same street. In 30th Street with the 20th Avenue, which is called Colonia Hollywood. Yay. For no, for no reason. <laughs> um, I would recommend you uh, Hijos del Mar. Yes. On the 30th Avenue between the 26th and the 24th Street. With the secret dish. Uh, yes, with the Hawaiian party. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ask for that. It's delicious. You're going to love it, guys. And ask for an ojo rojo. They also know how to prepare the ojo rojo, Great. which is beer with clam juice. Which is a good uh, hangover. It is amazing. <laughs> hangover. You got uh, El Curandero yeah. on the 34th, 34th with the 30th Avenue. Curandero is Mexican seafood. Right. Like traditional seafood. It's incredible. Very good. And from there, I think we mentioned also uh, El Pirata, which is on the 40th between the 5th and the 10th. Uh, great place. It's more local. Uh, it's a little bit different, but also very, very, very good for you guys to try. And the foodie tour, if you want to bring some people, obviously, because many of you probably are living here, but if you're just touristing around, the foodie tour is eatingwithcarmen.com. You can uh, make your reservations directly there or through the TripAdvisor. If you go to TripAdvisor, you'll see that we are the second spot in the uh, in foodie tours. Awesome, congrats. Uh, the first one is another one that is not based even here. Okay. So we basically are the they're first just, one. They're just longer on TripAdvisor maybe. Yes, they've been longer on TripAdvisor. Congratulations to the second place. Thank you. We actually have a, a, a five-star rate. Great. We haven't had any bad comments. We're trying to help the people to find out about Mexican food and Great. culture through this. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much as always, Kai. <laughs> no, thank thank you, you for, for your insight. 
Thank you for listening. If you are still listening, well, you know what you are. You are awesome. <laughs> and uh, if you like what we are doing here, give it a like, a thumb up, a star, a bubble, or whatever makes that thing float in the internet. I'm talking to you tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs>